Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Talk Recorded live. Great. Now we're all set. Are you there? here. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you great. How about you? Can you hear me okay? Yes, it's perfect. Yay. Ah, it's so great to hear your voice. I know it's been, it's been so long. Yes, yes, yes. It's been too long. It's great to hear yours as well. I know. It's been like, so So, how are you? And, you know, we, we have a, I, uh, yeah, oh, wow, it's perfect timing. It's 3.33. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So tell me, tell me where I yet, where you're at. How can I help you? I'm all yours. Okay. Yeah. So you know, I was thinking about this session and trying to think about what would, how, how could we best use it, you know? And then my material just came to me five minutes. No, actually, like thirty seconds before I called you. You know, I'm, I'm not doing that great. I mean, I'm doing okay. I just got an amazing testimonial from someone today. And um, today's the first day my son went to his babysitter, so that I, cry, you know, I had to pull the car over because I was crying. Mm-hmm. And you know, but the thing is, this is this is a little scenario of what just happened in the last five minutes. Um, I have two clients today. Usually I have three, but I had two, and um, I bumped one because he didn't schedule this one, so that I took the session with you. Mm-hmm. I bumped him to next week so that I could have my session. So, you know, it's been, um, it's back-to-back clients, as you know what that's like. And um, I had one of the clients, she became, she wanted to be face-to-face. So I had her here face-to-face. My house isn't completely set up. My office isn't completely set up. And I asked my husband, you know, pretty much I asked him not to be here, but he gave me a hard time about not being able to be home and doing some stuff. And so, um, I I told him he can come back for the for the, the the phone session, you know, but he needed to be quiet. And so my right. first session person, she's having an affair on her husband. She's dealing with an unhappy marriage. He's he's got mental illness and alcoholism, and she's in a lot of pain and struggling. And then my next client, she's struggling with. Um, she lost her partner to cancer, and she's really, really struggling with the grief, and she's all racy and busy and just, it's, the session's demanding, you know, and yeah. um, and, I, and I, I actually, you know, set another session up with her to come on Wednesday, to, not to be on the phone, but she wants to do face-to-face, but I'm not going to do that with her until the following week so that, for my mental health, you know, I'm not ready to see her face-to-face. Yeah. And so the session was going she always goes over and I do struggle a little bit to I'm sorry, I'm just getting a little bit of water. To keep her on time because she's she's very needy and very speeded up, very racy and you know how it can be. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so like 
I'm wrapping up her session, and my husband starts making these really loud noises with his construction working, you know. Mm. So that it just puts such stress in me, you know. And I'm sure, Laura, that she, louder, that she didn't think anything of it. You know, maybe she, I don't know what she thought, you know, because it it was a grinding kind of sound. Yeah. So I was like really annoying. If you hear me typing, I need to return a bit of an emergency message. So it's gonna be two words, okay? Just because I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, tell me. Now go ahead and take care of that. I'll stop talking so you can concentrate. Just one, one second. Okay. Thank you so much, because that's you know. Then I'm like I can really focus. I don't like. Okay, I'm all yours. Thank you. Okay, so so I don't know. So if you, you know, I heard you that then he started doing like really loud grinding noises with the construction, which was like, okay, it's like I totally understand that tension where you're like, you're really wanting to end on time, and yet you're having dealing with a client that has a lot on their plate, and it's you're have, you're finding it hard to end in a good space, and he's like putting pressure on you, which is not what you need at that moment. Right, and then it triggers me of being disrespected by him. Right. I'm already yeah. feeling pressured because I, I, I wanted to end even sooner so that I could have some breathing space for this session with you, you know, and to respect, right. respect my career, you know, my time. Like, you know, like people need to be taught how to end on time. Yeah. You know, so, so here's what happened. I run to the bathroom and I come out, he's in the kitchen, and I raged at him mm-hmm. and I lost it you know and it, yeah. I mean and I was I'm screaming at him that I'm a fucking stress management person helping people and I'm screaming at you because I'm stressed and you're fucking disrespectful and 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 he's like I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry and, and more louder I'm so tired of hearing sorry from him yeah and then I said I need you to get the fuck out of the house be outside for this next appointment because I didn't want him in the house for my session. Yeah. And and so I come in the room and I'm trying to get centered. I'm putting lavender oil on and I'm trying to like, you know, take care of myself. Yeah. And he comes in and he he's asking me, so what time are you going to pick up the baby? And more louder, I just, I just screamed at him on the top of my lungs to get the fuck out of my face. And yeah. he just, and he drove away. So, now, what I really wanted to work on with you is actually this stuff, but it was going to be presented to you because I have a client that I was working with on Sunday, yesterday, mm-hmm. and she helped me see really clear what I've got going on in my life. Uh-huh. That if she divorced her husband, and he's got mental illness. And I know my husband has mental illness. I know mm-hmm. he has PTSD from his abuse, and mm-hmm. I know that he's triggering me. And I, I also have mental illness, you know, supposedly. If that diagnosis is right, who knows? Um, and I'm not, I, I'm, I can't continue to be the, I can't continue to respond the way I just responded. Yeah. Was, you know, but I, yeah, so that's a lot said there. Yeah, no, but that, that is very important. So, Okay. Let's do let's do just a couple of rounds. I know you've been tapping, but let's do a couple of rounds together at Karatecha Point, and we'll just start in this spot and exactly where you're at. <sighs> Even though I cannot actually continue 
behaving like this with him. Even though I cannot actually continue behaving this way with him. I just like, I'm tearing at him and I'm so furious. I'm yelling at him and I'm so furious. Ah, Take a breath and let it go. The truth is, I'm just completely out of, like, uh, you know, out of range, like completely overwhelmed. The truth is, I am just completely overwhelmed, out of range. And the level of stress that I'm holding... And the level of stress that I'm holding... It's totally unsustainable. It's totally unsustainable. There is no way I can continue like this. There's no way I can continue like this. <sighs> so I'm willing to understand and give myself a break. I'm willing to understand and give myself a break. So tapping through the points, I am raging. Like, I am, I, like, yeah, I'm raging all the time. I'm raging all the time. I have such a short fuse. I have such a short fuse. It's almost non-existent. It's almost non-existent. The truth is I am furious. The truth is, I'm furious. And there's so many things that are his fault. And there's so many things that are his fault. That, and I completely write about this. And I'm completely right about this. He's a mess. He's a mess. And he's not able to help me. He's not able to help me. And I'm in desperately need for help. And I'm in desperate need for help. Yeah. I cannot do these by myself anymore. I cannot do this by myself anymore. It's just too much. It's just too much. And then I'm resenting him. And I'm resenting him. And everybody else. And everybody else. That slightly puts pressure on me. That's putting pressure on me. Because I'm about to burst. Because I'm about to burst. And I have been bursting all for quite a while now. I have been bursting for quite a while now. It does make sense. It does make sense. I've been going through so much. I've been going through so much. I cannot hold one more hair of pressure on me. I cannot hold one more hair of pressure on me. Of course I'm going to blow up. Of course I'm going to blow up. And I'm just going to let him have it. And I'm just going to let him have it. (sighs) So take a breath and just notice what is going on in your body. You notice any tingling or tension? Is it worse? Is it better? Yeah, it's 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 um it's better. It's uh I'm connecting to the emotions, like the real sadness and yeah. you know, and and sadness connecting to that you get. What's going on? Yeah. And I'm also aware of, like, there's a really strong of holding the emotion in. Okay. Tell me about that part. What do you mean by that? Like, holding the tears back. Like, even though I'm crying a little bit now, like, there's, like, a lot of... Yeah. Like, were you on the call when Sandy was sobbing? Yes. Like, that's how I probably could be crying, but I don't. Okay. Okay. Is it is it I have you have to hold it together somehow? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I have to hold it together. 
start tapping to the point? Yeah, I can, I have to hold it together. You have to hold it together. Because I'm really afraid that if I start crying... Because I'm really afraid if I start crying... I'm just going to completely lose it. I'm just going to completely lose it. And I'm just going to come undone. I'm just going to come undone. And after all, Laura is a colleague of mine. Say that again? That's, is there anything of these that has something to do with our connection? But somehow there's a little part of you that has to keep it together at some level. Oh, with, oh with you and I? Yeah. Yeah, probably. You know, it's like I'm yeah. a EFT practitioner, you know, and it's... it's yeah. um, but then there's a part of me that says no to that. Like, I I mean, I wouldn't have shared this if I had to hide. I wouldn't have shared this stuff with my mother if I had to hide from you, you know? Right. Good point. Absolutely. But there's, there's still a part of me. There's still a part of me. That believes that I need to hold it together, at least a little bit. Uh, yeah. I think it doesn't have to do with you. It's like I have to hold it together because... There's no one here to pick up the pieces. Mm, yeah. Who's going to, exactly. Who's going to pick up the pieces if I just totally let myself fall apart? Yeah. And I need to continue to function. And I need to continue to function. And after all, I I am helping others. And after all, I'm helping others. So I actually have to have it somewhat together. So I have to actually have somewhat together. But the truth is, I can no longer do it. The truth is, I can no longer do it. It's just too much. It's too much. And I need to just let myself feel. I need to just let myself feel. And it's okay for me to feel. It's okay for me to feel. To feel sadness. To feel sadness. To feel really hurt. Feel, feel really hurt. To acknowledge that at some level I have betrayed myself. To acknowledge on some level that I've betrayed myself. <sighs> and that I need, I want more for me. That I want more for me. And somehow I sold myself short. And I've somehow sold myself short. And now I'm stuck. And now I'm stuck. I'm stuck with a husband that cannot be a husband. Stuck with a husband that cannot be a husband. And cannot help me financially or with my baby. Who cannot help me financially. He is good with the baby, though. Good. Okay, so that part is good. Yeah, he's really good with the baby. He changes yeah. them, dresses them, bathes them, plays with them. Yeah. So what is it that it's like somehow it's like you want, would you like more support from him, more connection? Well, yeah, I'd like to... See, the thing is, I'd like to have a healthy relationship with him, but he's not healthy. Right. He's he's, he's in defense all the time, something that Margaret helped point out to me. Yeah. He's... Anything that I say is received as a criticism, and I, I am actually aware of that I am hyper pointing things out negative to him. And, like, I can't keep my mouth shut, but it's like every day there's a, there's a million, you know, it's exaggerating, of course, but there's yeah. at least 10, and that's a high number, 10 or 15 things that he's done that are are not right. Yeah. 
And so, you know, from, from leaving the toilet seat up to we have made a decision to raise our son not on a lot of sugar, so he gets only a couple things of fruit each day. And today, and just as an example, like I, we, we make him oatmeal and blueberries for breakfast. Yeah. And then later in the day, he can have an apple or a banana. So the other day, he put bananas in the oatmeal with the blueberries. Now, the blueberries we get are frozen, so that's uh-huh. what goes in the oatmeal. And, and I'm just sharing this with you because it happened this morning. So I've, I'm packing his lunch for, for school, and I see he made the oatmeal and he gave the baby an apple, the apple in the oatmeal. And I, it just... It made me so mad. It's it's like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, I can't pack him an apple now because he's already had his apple. And the oatmeal, yes. And it's like, I don't know. It still sounds stupid as I'm saying it to you now, but it's like he has Well, it's like, it's like somehow the, the details or the content is not as important as the fact that you feel like you're making agreements with him and he's not respecting them. Yes. Yeah, and, and that's that's the bottom of it. It's like you you want a partner that you can actually hold accountable for an agreement that you have. Right, right. It's like I feel like my voice and anything that I say is a waste of time because yeah. it doesn't get heard or respected. Even if I have him mirror it back and say it back to me, it's not remembered or you know because he's not well. And that's yeah. the piece. It's like I have a husband who's not well. He's overwhelmed. He's shut down, he's being, I feel like I'm abusing him, you know, in in a verbal sense. Yeah. Because he's he's depressed. Yeah. And so the thing that really set me off is, you know, we moved and we had to stay with my parents for a, a month and a half. And it caused a lot of problems with my niece and my babysitter. She's my, my babysitter, she dropped me. So there was all this turmoil. And I went to... Um, I, I saw an opportunity. My friend was going to Vermont, and she was going to watch the baby while I was in Vermont. Mm-hmm. She has a three-year-old, and I was going to see my clients by phone. So, And the reason why I did that is because I didn't have my babysitter anymore, and this would give my husband a chance to work on the house without us being here because it was really difficult for him to do that with us here. Right. So he got sick the day we were leaving, we all ended up getting sick. Right, you told me, yeah, yes. And then everybody, so did he get to do any work? Probably not. He didn't do anything. And then he got sick when I got back. So really what happened was he got dehydrated on the beach on Saturday. So on Sunday he was dehydrated. He did tell me he felt better after he watermelon and he dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Then when we all got sick, he goes, see, I was really sick. But then when I got back, he got what we got. So I was like, no, you weren't sick. So I was like, well, what really happened? He goes, well, I was burnt out, you know. I'm burnt out, you know. And it just really, and this is what I planned to bring to this session was this clarity that I have that my husband is not well and that I'm not doing well with the reality of my situation. Yeah. And it's a little bit too much to hold everything. Yes, yeah, and and yes. Now, the one question that I have, it's going to, it may seem a little simple, but I, I really want to, do you 
given Kokias and everything that is going on, do you feel that, you know, do you love him? Do you care? Do you still care for him? Well, it's interesting you should ask that because I, I actually reached out to his friend, his sister, and I reached out to the organization for the survivors of those snaps. Survivors. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and I told his friend that he's about to lose me completely because I'm becoming indifferent to him. I don't hate uh. him. I'm, I, now I'm like not giving a shit and thinking if he's dead or not in my life, how much better my life will be. And um, as a result of doing all the reaching out and everything, I did find some a therapist who's going to see both of us. Um, Great. Yeah, she's going to see him on Friday, and she's going to see me next Wednesday. And she does something with trauma that I haven't heard of, and I haven't had a chance to look at her website, but I got her name off of the... Um, the uh, SNAPS website. I was, the person who sent, she sent me a link to male survivors, sexual abuse people. Okay. And it's not EFT, and she said she's able to clear trauma very quickly. Um, so she's, she said she's going to work on him, she's going to work on me, and then depending on how it all goes, she wants to see us together. Okay. So do I love him? I don't know. I, it's a hard okay. I'm not sure. I fucking okay. hate him, and I hate our situation. Yeah. Well, the one thing is that, see, if you still feel so much for him, because it, what it's interesting, the part that is really, it's really, really scary is if you're actually indifferent. Hating someone, you still have a lot of intense feeling for them. And if you're, you know, I totally hear you that if you see him, one of the things that happens I'm going to interrupt myself, but we can continue tapping, is that if you engage, and, you know, this has happened for me many times as well, including with Stefan, where when your patterns engage, the other person, especially for us as charismatic leaders, we see that they're, you know, they're like somewhat, they're causing us so much pain that it's like we see them as the enemy. Right now, this person is like, you. we want them out of our lives because the level of pain is so intense that the only thing that we want is to get out of it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So that is in reaction to. It's not, it's, of course, it's true feelings and the intensity is totally real. And it has, the problem is when you're just like, you know what, this person has to just leave. When there's no intensity, that's when Stefan got scared at the June retreat was because I was not angry. Yeah. I was just like, I was really not angry. I was like clear. And that's when he really saw it. So it's a, it, when we are really, really angry is that it literally is that 90% of that anger really has to do with the past. So... Yeah. What is this reminding you of, of like not having that level of connect? Because one of the things that happens is that if he's so shut down, so this is how he has, and my guess is this is how he has gone. He shuts, shut down at one point, 
And you were able to, like, be okay with it for a little while, but then after a while, you really need that connection. That connection is not there. You start, you know, you, you, you know, we feel hurt because this has happened to me as well. We feel hurt. And then that hurt translates into, like, into anger. Like, you're hurting me. I'm going to hurt you back. I'm going to, I'm really, you're either, you know, you need, you're he, I need, I need you to provide connection, support, and love for me. And if you cannot do that, why are you even in my life? Right, right. Right, you're just causing me pain. And I, I, I cannot handle this. It's way too much. I have too much else going on to, on top of it, have this level of pain. Now, the level of pain, I think, is connected with being much younger and feeling that you didn't have that level of connection and support. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I'm sure this is connected to my family's origin. Yeah. Which I'm even struggling with today about not having the support and connection. It's a a current issue. Right. And... uh, So I, I know. So you know that part. So if you, just for a moment, if you just close your eyes and invite that little girl, just invite her to just show up and notice how old she is. She's just needing some, needing to feel loved, needing to feel that she's, you know, she's protected, that there is. You know, she's, she may have to do something that is kind of hard. Maybe it's the first day of school. Maybe she wants to make friends. I don't know what else may be going on in her life, but there's something that she feels challenged by, and she would like to feel that she has somebody that is backing her up, that is loving her, accepting her, and seeing her for who she is. Can you see her? I'm really struggling to see her. Okay. I am kind of like thinking but, about scenarios where I would would have been nice if I had someone, and you know, it's like of course you could pick the first day of school or whatever. But what's the memory that's coming to me? Like when I had a boyfriend um, in the eighth grade. You know, I wish I had. It would have been nice if I had um, support. Yes, because something didn't go right. Well, should I start tapping and open my eyes, or no? I want you to just see. So that's so. So let's let's do something else. Let's do so, and that that that's good. I want you to see. Let's actually, with your eyes closed and not tapping, just feel your your feet on the ground. Okay. And just notice what it's like in this moment to be in your body. To be right here, right now, in a body that is containing a lot of emotion. And don't forget to breathe. Almost like if you did a scanning of your body, starting with your feet, just your toes, gently up your legs. Notice what is it what part of your body is needing attention, is calling to you? Keep on breathing and just being in this moment. 
what do you notice, especially when you get to your abdomen, belly, your chest? Um, my my lower back kind of bothers me. Like my whole body is aching and bothering me, but my lower back feels um not really my lower back, but like my tailbone. Yeah. And that is so congruent because it's like your tailbone. I know that you have you have some issue there, but the tailbone is really connected with your first chakra and your level, your sense of security and safety, and that there's a space for you in the world, right? Remember all that? Yeah. So it's like what is what is happening at the basic level of safety, security, the, the sense that. Is it, is it okay for you to be in this planet? Is there a place for you here? No, I'm like really, I, I'm just, um, first of all, I did notice when I got into my body that I'm not totally into my body. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and that um, I'm walking on a thin line. You know, it's, yes. If you want to try to say it, you know, it's like really very, very vulnerable financially. And um, I know emotionally I'm very fragile because the way I'm treating my husband, like I nailed it, like I'm, there's just too much stress and I don't have support. Yeah. And it's like beautiful how the universe works because my son was sleeping when I dropped him off and he transferred to the stroller without waking up so I didn't have to mm. deal with that I really just scooted away and I pulled over and cried and yeah. when I pulled over and cried the babysitter texted me which led me to an email a text from um, Sandy from the Rockstar program telling me to look at my email because she sent me an email when I looked at my email there was also a client that I had seen a while ago um, but couldn't afford to continue sent me an amazing testimonial. And it was just like... Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like this sign from the universe, you know, like... Yeah. Like, hang on, you know? Yes. Yeah. Hold on tight. You are really making a difference. Right? It's like the universe telling you even though it feels like everything's going to fall apart. I can say that. Even though it feels like everything's going to fall apart. Even though it feels like everything's going to fall apart. And I have no idea how I can continue. And I have no idea how I can continue. The truth is the universe is supporting me. The truth is the universe is supporting me. And I am doing something that is meaningful. I am doing something that is meaningful. There is a place for me in this world. There is a place for me in this world. And I'm filling it up. And I'm filling it up. Sometimes it feels too big for me. Sometimes it feels too big for me. It's like there it's like the universe expects me to do too much. It's like the universe expects me to do too much. And I just cannot do it. I just cannot do it. And then there's moments where I get reward. 
catch what you said. There's moments what? Where I get the reward, I get the feedback. There's moments when I get the reward and I get the feedback. That I know I am in the right track. And I know I'm on the right track. But it's so hard. It's so hard. Because it's so much to do. It's really an understatement. There's so much to do. Yeah, it's just completely insane. It's just completely insane. Take a breath and let it go. I just need space. I just need space. Take a breath and I invite you to just really notice that as you breathe in, that air creates space within you. Space to breathe. I need space to breathe. I need space to breathe. I need time. Sorry, forget about that. I need time to be. I need time to be. I just need space. I just need space. Knowing that everything is okay. Knowing that everything is okay. Everything will work out. Everything will work out. And I don't need to go into an extreme fear. I don't need to go into extreme fear. It's panic. Panic. Overwhelming panic. Overwhelming panic. That I'm going to lose it all. That I'm going to lose it all. Not having money. Not having money. Not having emotional support. Not having emotional support. I feel so alone. Feeling so alone. Dealing with so much. Dealing with so much. It's just completely overwhelming. It's just completely overwhelming. What would it be like? What would it be like? If I could trust. If I could trust. If I could really have faith. If I could really have faith. If I could open up. If I could open up. To receiving support. Support. Take that in. Can you see what what would it be like to know that I'm not alone? Well, yeah. There's a something happened on July 14th that was um, like a profound spiritual experience for me. Mhm. So I cried out to God for help, and it had me. Um, end up in a very spiritually supported place. Yeah. That. I mean, just to, just real quickly, I could just say I ended up in a meeting, and I was the only. I was with Hasidic Jews, like twelve Hasidic Jews and me. Mhm. In a twelve-step meeting, um, and it was because someone sent me a text. Yes. It was like I cried out to God, and then this strange text comes in, and there I am. Yeah. So like I, and so when you said like if I could really trust this, you know, like because my prayer yeah. got answered, and like even today, like my son sleeping and allowing me to scoot out the way I did, rather than if he had been awake. Yeah. It was really hard for me today, you know. And, yeah. And part of what was hard was also not having the support from my husband about. Yes. Him. 
going to be for me. For whatever reason, I had the separation anxiety. and Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I take a breath and it's like, what? I, I, I'm open to the possibility. I'm open to the possibility. Of connecting with myself at a deep level. Connecting to myself at a deep level. Feeling centered, grounded. Feeling centered, grounded. And trusting that there's something other than myself. And trusting that there's something other than myself. Something bigger than who I am. Something bigger than who I am. Who is really supporting me. Who's really supporting me. A loving universe. A loving universe. A compassionate God. A compassionate God. That really knows what I'm going through. That really knows what I'm going through. And I could just relax a little bit and trust. I can just relax a little bit and trust. Just the tiniest bit. Just the tiniest bit. Because there is a fear. Because there is a fear. That if I trust too much... I trust too much. The universe will not respond. The universe will not respond. So I need to keep a check on it. I need to keep a check on it. Do you know what I mean? No. In this, in the sense that in general, as charismatic leaders, trust is really hard for us. We hold so much energy that we have as a part of us, especially when we're extremely overwhelmed and stressed, that... Like all, it's, everything is in our hands. We have to do it all. Nobody's actually really going to do it. Never going to do it the way that we want them to do it. And they're not, there's really no one there to truly support us in the way that we really need to. Right, right. And, and even if we trust, we have to do it with a lot of care, a lot of care and control because what if they're not paying attention and they let it drop? Right. So it's like really, you know, what if you were able to trust just a little bit? Just a little bit, knowing that I can always pick it up. It's almost like it's almost like if you had this precious this precious vase or this precious beautiful glass bowl that you're holding and it's really heavy and it's really it's just it's gorgeous and it's really beautiful, but it's such responsibility to have to hold it and it's exhausting. It's really exhausting, but it's it's so pressure so precious and so important that you have to keep on doing it. Even when your back is like killing you, even when your every bone and every muscle in your body is just exhausted. And you know, it's like about like it's almost like uh I bet just die so I can have a break. And the idea of allowing another entity, another force to help us out in holding this precious ball, like a crystal ball that is so precious, the idea is really scary. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. For some reason, though, as you're talking, I'm, like, aware of, like, my thoughts or I'm also thinking about, like, how my life is a mess and my clients' my lives are a mess. Yeah. My uh, is a mess. 
Yeah, and sometimes, sometimes, Laura, matters are spaces of transition. Mm. Sometimes messes are just a space where we go through these really intense chaos to create more understanding and resolution, more clarity. You have to go, it's like going through a birth. It's like the birth canal is really messy and it's intense and it's painful. And then you come on the other side. There's a deep, a deep, deep sense of like, like, oh, I, can, I cannot tolerate these another second. This is just so intense and so messy, right? Yeah. What if you knew that this is not going to last forever? What if you knew that I know that you've been building your business and that it has been really intense for a very long time, right? Yeah. So this birth canal is really long. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, well, you know what? If it's a birth canal, it better be over because I'm ready to come out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you notice, so looking back, looking back a year ago, do you notice any progress in your business? In where you are today, where you were a year ago? Yeah. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So it's not, it's not really that there's been no progress. It's still one of the things that happens. And I, and I just want to tell me where you're at, what is happening right now. Are you with me? I'm with you. Okay. And where are your thoughts? What are you, what's going on? Well, I was just thinking about my business and how many clients that I have. Um, right. I I I don't know about you with your clients, but like I have a ten session package, and then I try I changed it. Like I have one client that's uh, two clients, well three clients that are I presented them with a twelve session package, but I didn't say it to them a twelve session. It was a four month program that's twelve mm-hmm. sessions. So I get nervous when they're getting towards the end. When anybody, any of my clients get towards the end of their package. Because yeah. they need they need more work. Like I'm not I'm not resolving their issues in in ten, twenty, even thirty sessions. You know, and and I and I part of me um, believes what Reese Thomas talks about that it takes three years. So mm-hmm. um, you know, it's like so I, I want these clients to continue with me, and. Uh, you know, it's like okay. So if they don't, I have to get, I have to find new ones, and that's where I get a little nervous. That's yeah. where I was at, like thinking about where my business is compared to last year. Yeah. Um, I made more this year. In fact, I have to contact the accountant tomorrow. I have to do some numbers, looking at my numbers. Um, I don't know if I've made a profit this year. Last year, I showed no income, and even this year, because I lent my business twenty five thousand um, dollars. Mm-hmm. I still I haven't earned twenty five thousand dollars yet. My business has I've paid myself back I think thirteen or fourteen thousand. Mhm. I think it's significant. Um, I'm actually my business doesn't have that much money left in it, but I've been paying our personal bills with the business money. Good. By, yeah, by paying myself back on my loan that I loaned myself. Mhm. 
but I need to, and, and today is the start of a new beginning because with the babysitter, like I have three days that I have six, three, nine, nine openings for people, you know, not that they're not yeah. all booked, but I have that space set aside for them. Yes. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's where I'm at. So there's there's things that are progressing, right? Right. And one of the things that we forget, and this is this is something that I'm sharing with you, and to keep on tapping because I think it's like, it's really really huge. And and I want to tell you this, Laura. I know that there's two pieces here, and one is the the personal piece with your husband, and the other one is your business. But in, in reality, at the core, I want you to like even see it, like see a core of light through your the center of your body, it's all the same. It's connected with an intense sense and deep fear. Fear of survival at a very, very, like very core level. It's like an intense sense of panic that no matter how much energy you're going to put, no matter how amazing you are, no matter how much you get out of your comfort zone, you're not going to make it. That is, is the, you know, the fear, the panic of no matter how much I invest, I'm not going to make it. Yeah. And I, and I have so little to show for it. Yep. And it, it's just like this, this sense of like intense, intense pain, emotional pain, because you have invested so much. Not just money. Money is important. Of course it is. But money is like, but so much transformation and time and energy and growth. And, you know, it's like so much of you. It's like every, you know, it's almost like blood. It's like, you know, it's like a, you have made almost like a pact with yourself and you gave your all and you don't have to show for it what you really want. Exactly, exactly. Right? So it's like it's excruciating pain because when things are not working the way we want to, then we go to this place of complete defeat. It's like this is, this is just, this is fucked up. This is completely fucked up. Fuck it all. Right, right. Right? So from that place, what happens is that then we are, right, you are in a very deep, deep level of defense. The level of stress, it says we're in survival mode. So it's like we turn into major enforcers and poor me. Huge time. Big, big, big time. And I know that space so well. Yeah, that really resonates, that part of being a major enforcer. And, and I have to just say, honestly, I feel bad for my husband because that's what I'm like trying to enforce everything with him. It's like playing out yes. on him. So... So let's actually tap together. Instead of me telling you, let's just tap together on this. I have been a major enforcer. I have been a major enforcer. I have been a total bitch. I've been a total bitch. And I'm not proud of it. And I'm not proud of it. I actually understand where I'm coming from. I actually understand where I'm coming from. Because there's this young part of me. Because there's a young part of me. That is so completely freaked out. So completely freaked out. And at some level is fearing for her life. And at some level is fearing for her life. Because she cannot sustain this level of intensity. She cannot sustain this level of intensity. It's like 
complete survival. It's like complete survival. And she's going to either kill or die. She's either going to what or die? Kill. She's going to kill or die. Yeah, she's either going to kill or die. And she's in that mode. And she's in that mode. So she's in a major warrior mode. She's in a major warrior mode. And if somebody's not going to help her, Somebody's not going to help her. They better get out of her way. They better get out of her way. She's hurting so much. She's hurting so much. And she really needs support. She really needs support. So close your eyes and see her, which is you. And that, like, you know, see her in maybe a medieval armory, just like this warrior, just like... You know, ready to just like she needs, she wants to survive, but she's willing to fight whoever comes near, because anybody that comes near in this state, it's a potential enemy. It's a potential enemy, the enemy that is actually going to attempt towards her life. It's either going to look, it's going to look like pressure. It's going to look like asking for a favor. It's going to look like somebody not you know, giving her the support or the space or that she needs, anything that comes her way, she is on a hair trigger. Do you see that? What was the last word that you said? She's a what? On a hair trigger. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what's going on with me. So she is, I want you to see her, I want you to see her dressed as a warrior in the middle of a battlefield. She doesn't know where her, the next enemy is coming from. She's ready. She's ready because it's either her or die. So she's going to have to kill or die. I want you to actually, can you still, let me know when you see her. Just in the middle, literally, of a battlefield. Maybe she's just, you know, dressed as a warrior. Can you see her? Yeah, she's like a Native American Indian. Okay. And she's alone. There's nobody there. What's she's that? Alone. She's alone. She's alone on this battlefield. Yep. It's almost like, it's like, see that it's like a meadow, and she doesn't know where the next enemy will come from. Mm-hmm. She's prepared. Her nervous system is so tightly wound because she has to be a hundred, a thousand percent hyper alert to any movement. Any movement is potential danger and death. So I want you to just come from above. So send her some light. And this light has a message. This message says, it's okay. Just for a very brief moment, it's okay. And allow this light to literally touch the top of her head, her crown, and really surround her. What color do you see this light to be? It's white. It's white, yes. That's what I saw as well. So this white light is just coming from Bob, and she senses it, and she relaxes. Do you see how her nervous system all of a sudden slowly starts to relax. And she's able to take a breath 
and allow that white light to completely surround her into this very safe bubble. She's still there, she's in the battlefield, but somehow this light is creating a bubble that makes her safe. From this moment, you don't need to tap right now, but I want you to really seek her and let me know if at any point you get a little lost. At any point what? You get lost. It's something you, you're not able to be with me. Just let me know. I'm with you, but I'm just cautious. I don't know what the time is, but I have to end on time. So that's the other, just the other thought that's with me on this. Okay. You have a 4.30 client or? To take the baby up. So I Okay. Okay. So I have to leave by quarter of well, or good. 20 of the latest. Good, good. Perfect. Okay, so I'm going to be you can relax and let me guide you in these. You can you could you're I'm going to ask you to listen to these this part again, but right now I'm going to be I'm going to be the one that is going to be on time. We're going to end on time so you can leave by uh 4 4:40. Is that good? Yes, perfect. Good. Okay, so just relax. And just notice, go back to her. She's in the middle of this battlefield, but she's surrounded by a white light. Take a breath and just really notice how this white light is protecting her in a way that she becomes invisible. So she's invisible to any potential enemy. And this white light, this bubble of beautiful white light, also protects herself. If anything were to come her way, just by chance, it's going to bounce off. Snogadis is a complete, beautiful white light of protection. Do you notice that? Mm hmm. Yep. Now, from this space, I want you to just breathe. And notice that this, bu- this just bubble, this beautiful light is going to lift her up so she has a different perspective. She's being lifted from this battlefield into a different setting. It's a different place in nature where she's safe. But as she's being lifted up, she's very, very slowly being lifted up, she can see the surrounding area. It did look like a battlefield, but in reality, she gets to see that the people that were actually hiding in the woods were also really terrified. Your husband is there. Like he's actually not, he wasn't interested in attacking in any way. He's terrified himself. And it's just really, really hard for him with his sensitive energy to actually take take the connection and take the communication and the expression from you. So he needs to shut down to survive. That's his mechanism. Which makes you feel more alone and therefore here you are completely unsupported and disconnected. Do you see that? That he that that's his way of really surviving. Mm-hmm. Yep. So notice that as this is this 
light is moving you around. There are other people that are there to support her and they don't know how to get closer. There's fabulous clients. There's really amazing friends. There's people that she may not even know yet that are very interested in working with her or supporting her or providing providing the support and the connection so she can actually share her gift. Can you actually allow that space, allow a tiny bit of space to receive that? a level of support and connection. So whenever you choose to, these bubbles can become permeable. But you're also having filters. So from in there, you can actually see what is happening and what is really, what is the true the true meaning and the true intention of anybody that comes towards her. And not only that, but this gives her a very special gift, which is allowing her to connect with herself and have compassion and love for herself. So when she actually she feels centered, She's connected with herself. She has compassion for everything that she's going through. But above all, she has the understanding and the vision because she now she knows where she's heading. And she knows that it's going to require a little bit more time than she would like to. Sometimes it feels like it's a lot more time, but she's really walking in the right direction. So right now, she may need nine new clients that would would be wonderful if they happen by tomorrow. They just appear. And yet, it's like this space and this opening needs to happen in order for those clients to come. Does that make sense? Yep, yep. So how are you feeling? Where is that? How are you doing? What is it, your internal landscape right now? Oh, much calmer. Much calmer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Take a breath. So I, what I would like, I, was, I wanted, um, did, you, did you get Natalie Hill's spiritual marketing steps? No. Okay, so I'm gonna. I really, really need to want to walk you through that because it's super, super simple. But I want you to have it because I, I've been doing it and it's make a huge difference. Okay. Okay. So that's one piece. But before I do that, I want you to see yourself from a different place, place of compassion towards yourself, clarity of your mission, clarity about the connection with yourself and with what, you know, your journey and the understanding that it's okay to keep on walking and it's just one foot in front of the other and it's completely okay if you need to take a break and you don't need to go at these, like, you know, completely insane pace. It's okay. 
to take a break. It's okay if something does not happen. What are the areas where you can actually give yourself time and space to really be present and enjoy the journey? You know what I'm talking about? Yes, actually, yes. Good. Because it's a complete different way. And Laura, I was there. I, I really was exactly where you are. And uh, and it was God sent for me that somebody gave me these advice and said, you know what? Slow and steady. Just keep on moving. Just slow and steady and relax because it's already happening. It's okay to relax. Being in program with Margaret and everything that we get shot at ourselves is so much that sometimes it's like we feel like we have these like huge dark cloud hanging over our heads of everything that needs to happen that we haven't done. Yeah. And it's constant and it's oppressing and it's so intense. So I'm inviting you to let that cloud move to a little, you know, for a little bit and say, okay, I'm going to download that cloud of stuff, have all the information somewhere, and I will get to it. Whenever I need it, it's going to be there. I don't need to do it all now. Right, right. This this is not a graduate program that you're not going to get your master's if you don't do it, you know, by the end of this certain date. It's not like that. This is life. Yeah. This is life, and the pace has to be a pace at which you still enjoy your life. Yeah, and actually this summer, I, I mean, I I was brought to my knees with it because of my situation of moving and everything, that I haven't been on every call. And, Great. Yeah, and I've been, I don't even have the tapping into wealth schedule in my calendar. I'm, yeah. already, I'm already authorized as a coach, and um, I've been enjoying my son more, you know. Yes, yes. Yeah. And you know that you, whenever you... The one thing I would recommend is grab those, the, you know, the profile audios, listen to them, just have them so whenever you're ready to listen, they're going to be there. You know, they don't, you don't need to be live. You don't need to be live. There's no questions answered, quest, you know, there's no space for questions. So don't worry about it. Right. You know, you know what I mean? Don't, don't, don't stress about being live if you cannot do it. It's totally okay. Just have them wherever you want to have them. So they're there when you need them. That's it. Right. What would it be like if you, so, so just for a moment, I want to invite you. Well, and we have six minutes. We're good. What would it be like for you to feel, like at your core, like I want you to really in your solar plexus invite this idea that you're doing awesome. You're doing amazing. You have travel such a beautiful and, you know, growthful journey and you continue to do so. And you're like in the right track. And right now, you're actually just enjoying your son, enjoying yourself, connecting with yourself in a way that you can breathe, you know. So you have moved, you're there. It's not all the way done, but you're there. And every day has to, is a balance, is a day that has balance. You have time for you, even if it's a little bit. You work some, you have your son some. And you can do a little connection with your husband in whichever way works for you. Mm-hmm. Well, what would it be like if you had that 
sense of ease that things are okay. It's so nice. Right? And you have it. So it's about really tapping on this, and that's what I'm going to invite you to do. Tap on this sense of like, you know what? I I can tell my my nervous system that I'm not in that battlefield. I am not about to kill or die. It's okay. Yeah, wow. Right, just for a moment. So the exercise before, because I, I'm very, very, I'm the timekeeper, so I'm taking this seriously, is a very simple five steps. So the, fi- the first step is taking five breaths, five full breaths. I usually do these standing, five deep breaths. The second one is actually inviting spiritual support, guidance in whichever way, spiritual assistance. The third step is to breathe into your heart, the same breath, just breathe into your heart with the spiritual assistance present. And as you connect with your heart, get in touch with the quality of the people that you love working with, those clients that are the yummiest of, in the world for you to work with. What are their qualities? And bring them into your heart because that's where you work. You know, when you're working with them, you're working from that space, from your heart. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you send, the fourth step is sending that energy from your heart to all the people that resonate with that quality in the world. Mm. So you just send that energy. And this is all recorded, so you don't have to, you know, so you send that energy from your heart. In The last step is the invitation to contact you because they are ready. And if they have the exact qualities, then you're perfect clients and you have exactly what they need. And just open up to receiving those clients into your life. Does that seem like a good idea? Yeah. Yeah. So I invite you to do that every day. And just and after that, what I do is actually I hold uh, the epic stance for two full minutes, just like really allowing that, you know, confidence and that sense of like, yes, it's okay to be in this planet. I do have something special to contribute, and it's totally all right. Whew. So, how are you? Better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I strongly encourage you to take your time. Just take your time. It doesn't have to happen today, tomorrow, or even the following day. Listen to this recording again. And just really, because this is a recording where you're actually allowing your nervous system to be from, recognize that it is completely overwhelmed, to go into a place of like, I am safe. It's okay. I'm I'm doing beautifully. Okay? Wow, yes, thank you. You're very welcome, very, very welcome. And I'm so happy that you have somebody that's going to help you with your husband. And not only that, but I am I'm also, I very, very recently learned, actually this past weekend, the, the degree to which, is he also like a CI? He seems to be a, a creative idealist, is he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
because Stefan was telling me that one of the things that happens is that when we get into battle, he shuts down to a degree that I feel like nothing that I say impacts him at all. Yeah. And, and he shared with me that it's absolutely the contrary. He's shutting down because he feels like he's going to die. Yeah, yeah. And that gave me such a, a like a, a sense of compassion towards him that completely opened my heart. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know I feel bad for him and, and I'm I'm really hopeful that the work that we're gonna do with this woman's gonna help and um you know, and the and the actions we he already, he initiated I had a little pamphlet about praying together as a couple and I left oh. I didn't I didn't leave it out for him to see, it just got left out and he picked it up and he initiated that we pray together and ironically the little pamphlet's a Catholic thing. So we we have prayed together out loud the last two days. So nice. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, you know, with the universe and God's love and and all the footwork and the footwork of not doing any footwork combined, you know. Yes, exactly. Yes. Will yeah. bring peace to both of us. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because when you're in in a battlefield with each other. And what his reaction is disappearing, and it makes you feel even more lonely, which is going to give you, it's going to make you even more angry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's about, that's why I invite you to do these process and just like really soothe yourself and say, even though in this moment it feels like he's not there, it's actually because he's just, he's going into his shell because otherwise he's going to, he feels like he's going to die. Yeah, so. yeah. Thank you for saying it that way, because um, yeah, having compassion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My heart opens when you say that as well. Yeah. Oh, I love you, lady. I love you too. Thank you. Take good care, and let me know if you need anything at all. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Laura. You're very, very welcome. Okay. Okay. Bye now. Bye bye.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.